Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Reader Copy Recap. It is Monday, April the 19th, and I'm your host. My name is Chris, and I'm joined by my co-host and younger brother, Daniel. Howdy, everybody. Welcome to the recap. We're on episode five of Falcon and Winter Soldier Truth. Truth. This episode is written by Dallin Musson, and it's not like a whole lot of action in this episode. Yeah. But it's like one of those, like, it's like a build up episode, which is necessary for the story. I think it's like it gives you a beat, you know? Everyone's Mm -hmm. readying up for the final battle of the last episode. And Uh I honestly really enjoyed it. It's the quiet before the storm. Right, right. I think, I think it's it. A lot of montages, I'll say. Yeah. <laughs> it's time for a montage. <laughs> How do you get Sam like super ready to be like a super soldier without giving a serum? You do a montage. Do a montage, yeah. <laughs> um, there is some action though, and it starts off right in the beginning of the episode. I mean, we just left off with John Walker, Captain America, killing somebody in a town square and he's on the run, running to a warehouse to get away from all the cameras. Yeah, he just um, killed a Flag Smasher. Cap decapitated him. He decapitated <laughs> his detated. Um, and then he's running away, right? And Sam and Bucky find him. And they're in like a warehouse. They're always in a warehouse or some kind of factory or something. Yeah, that could be anywhere. And it's a standoff. They're like, we need that shield back. You don't deserve that shield anymore. And Walker's like, you don't want to do this. And Sam's like, yeah, we do. <laughs> that was Bucky, right? Because they, they really want that shit oh, yeah. back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they just kind of break into fight. And he's got new serum in his bloods. And he's tossing these guys. These two guys are giving him trouble. But he's like tossing them around, it looks like, in the beginning. Yeah. Um, Sam, you can tell he does not have super serum. He gets kicked out of the way yeah (laughs) Yeah. um bucky and walker like they're kind of going toe-to-toe and there's even a part where like bucky gets a hold of the shield and he's like controlling it right there was a point where sam used that little uh whip thing to maybe grab a bite at the shield and pull on it as he flies off Mm. and like cap goes sideways he's trying to pull pull sam all the way down to like that was a cool shot i like that one yeah, and then the shield kind of gets like tossed to the side. It's that that look they have at each other, like, oh, we're both gonna go after the shield, go right? after the gun, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they run. Um, Walker grabs Sam and tosses him to the ground. Eventually, he gets the shield, and it looks like he's about to smash his face in two with it. And then Bucky somehow pounces on him and kicks him off to the side. And I think he gets on top of Sam and he tears off his wings. He de-wings him like a chicken (laughs) bone, right? Yeah. And throws those those, uh, falcon wings to the side. I need those. It's my (laughs) only thing. I'm just Sam now. (laughs) Um... But they both like kind of like pin Walker and it's almost like the scene where they're in Infinity War where all the heroes are trying to rip the gauntlet out of Thanos' hand. Totally. They're trying to rip the shield off of um, Walker's grasp and to do it, they just have to break his arm. Oh my God. And like even Bucky does this too. He's like, ah, oh, I feel you, man. That's what I'm thinking. Like, look at this hand right here. I know how that feels, dude. And there's a scene where all three of them are like laid out on the ground. Spence. Bucky gets up. Walker is pretty much knocked out. And Bucky grabs a shield and he's looking over down at Sam and it's like, drops a shield next to him was like this is yours stop giving it away mm-hmm. it's your responsibility now there's a quick shot there with like the sunlight you thought maybe the way he's standing maybe he wants to be Captain America for a second like, maybe he's gonna take it maybe he's, there was a point where he's like if you're not gonna take it I'm gonna take it myself but he does just mm-hmm. drop it in front of Sam and I was like okay I'm a little bit disappointed I thought he was gonna be Captain America at a second <laughs> but whatever he just tosses it and leaves uh, Falcon to uh, 
capture Captain America and take his shield. Well, I really like how the show kind of is writing Bucky in a way that it can't be him. You know, like mm-hmm. he just doesn't have the past for it. Like he's done so many things that he just can't be Captain America. And Sam needs to be it. Pretty much. He, he's the hero at the end of the day. He's the one that didn't do anything yeah. too wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they, they beat John Walker there. and um, But they have to like fly back and go about their business as uh, Sam talks to Joaquin Torres. We haven't seen him in a while. Yeah. And uh, he's got the shield back, but his wings are busted. <laughs> They're in like a duffel bag now. Like, what happened to these? <laughs> um, Bucky leaves Sam and says, "Like, um, I gotta go finish and handle Zemo." That's right. And we know where he's going. He's gonna visit Sokovia at the memorial site. So Captain America, you know, we've seen him kill somebody now, and he goes mm-hmm. to the GRC, or I guess that council in front of him, and yeah. they strip him of his title. Right? He's no longer yeah. Captain America. People hate him. Even the people outside are like, boo you, Captain America. (laughs) And he's trying to like plead his case, but they won't even let him talk, right? Mm -hmm. And he's saying like, you don't even know what I've done. Everything I do is because your orders and you guys made me. I've done everything. I've given my life to this and you guys can't do this, blah, blah, blah. They're like, we don't care. You're not Captain America anymore. Return the shield. You're lucky you're not like in prison for the rest of your life. And the guy's still talking and, and Walker just like walks away. He's like, I am Captain America. And he just turns around and leaves. Oh, man. Yeah. If, if this show says anything, it's saying that America's not that great. It's not as great as you think. Nope. That's kind of another <laughs> example of it. They, they toss this guy up into stardom and as a hero. And they just let him walk out the courtroom a, a loser. Yeah. He walks out and he's with his... I'm assuming that's his wife. Mm-hmm. They say wife. And he's like, I, can't, I don't know what to do. Where do I go from here now? And she's like, you know, take it a step at a time. We know you've gone through worse. And first, we have to talk to Lamar's parents. That's your first step, right? That's totally. Yeah. And then we get the big cameo reveal of the episode. It is uh, one of the Madame Hydras in the comic mm-hmm. books. Her full name, I believe, is Contessa Allegra de Fontaine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Played by um, Julie Louis-Dreyfus. I really like when, like, Walker and the wife are like sitting in the hall and you just see the footsteps so it's like the build up yeah, of who's totally. coming right and then you hear the music the Seinfeld music like <laughs> and then it's <laughs> then it's Elaine <laughs> and this is George Costanza <laughs> <laughs> Um, she pretty much explains like, I know you took the serum and like, you may think like you're done, but I feel like you have more to give and I'm going to need you. And when I call you, you better answer. And I I honestly think like they're just going to form like Dark Avengers or Thunderbolts or something. I think so. Somehow he's going to possibly end up with whatever Zemo talks to later on. We'll get into that later. I think with the build up, but, Mm -hmm. um, Val, this character, Madam Hydra, whatever you call her, she's got plans. She's got a, a boss um and you know she's done this before because she like hands over this business card it's just blank it's like black and white on each side nothing on it it. i don't know what's in there is it microfilm or something some type of secret spy code you have to break into find what's in there yeah there's like hidden ink on there yeah don't ask where she got the hidden ink Um, and they also mentioned that don't worry the shield it's not actually US property it's kind of a fuzzy area there I wonder what they mean by that what she means is it like a, it's Wakandan steel or, or you know or at the end of the day it's it's vibranium or is it that you know it's it's Captain America the first ones it, it was never yours to begin with I don't I don't know what they what they mean it's not the government I think what they're trying to say is it's not the government so like they can't just take it from whoever has it I don't think the, the government has jurisdiction which is weird because he doesn't have 
have it either. Now it's Sam that has it. So I, I'm in a weird way. It's like she's telling the audience, like the government can't take it away from Sam now. I see. Okay. And when we do catch up with Sam, he's back in Baltimore because he wants to get some answers from uh, Isaiah Bradley. Yes, that was again the first Black Captain America. Um, yeah. I, I don't know how the timeline works out in the TV show. Is he supposed to be before Steve Rogers or after Steve Rogers? No, he's after Steve Rogers. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, um, they're trying to redo the serum after Steve froze. Okay. Okay. But uh, they're trying to talk it through, like uh, how you the shield is not a symbol of a good thing for Isaiah Bradley, right? Yeah. Talking about the the red tails and how black men were treated in the army or the military before, mm-hmm. and um, fighting for the country, but they're not the country's not fighting for them. Right, and he was tortured and treated like a lab rat, and like he even says, like you know, there's no way a black man could be Captain America, like blonde hair, blue eyed, like that's not what America means to him and his people. And Sam's just like, I don't get it. Like, explain what happened to me. And they go inside, and he kind of explains more about his past and like he wasn't the only one tested on with the serum and there were some other ones that weren't as stable as him and then those guys got captured and he heard like the u.s government was just gonna bomb the cat the prison site just to kill them off and have no evidence of them right uh but isaiah he broke out of that jail cell and saved his friends because those are it's not evidence that's those are his friends those are his 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 teammates so he had to go back Mm -hmm. in there put his life on the line and save them and he did save them but because he like disobeyed orders he got thrown into jail um he never saw his family again like the woman he loved was like writing letters that they never got to him and they told her that he died already and all this and he pretty much just like lived the rest of his life as a prisoner this moment i was honestly getting a bit teary-eyed yeah (laughs) as they're talking about the the wife and how like she wrote all these letters for so long and just for her to to be dead when he comes back i was like oh god (laughs) (laughs) the part where he was like yeah i went to the jungle to save my uh, like my other soldiers and um, this is how they treated me and like, he lifts up his shirt and he has like scars on his back right mm-hmm. and when I saw it I was like oh there's like three like claw marks uh, right. <laughs> are you reading into something there I was like wow who did he fight in the war back then who would be like that old and have like claws uh, <laughs> okay yeah right he didn't see any claws <laughs> but luckily he did escape I think uh, one of the nurses took pity on him and said that he died and like helped him like escape the the prison or whatever and now like he's in hiding like no one knows he's alive and he doesn't want anyone to know because then it would, it would throw him back in prison he kind of leaves sam with this idea that no self-respecting black man would take up the mantle as captain america right. so this like mixes up the emotion sam was already thinking right um mm-hmm. and he leaves baltimore calls up his sister and says you know i'm gonna come back home and uh take care of things with the family right so pretty much the rest of the episode is there back in New Orleans, New Orleans, where he's like New Orleans, where he's eating beignets, yes. and um, he's Mint trying jokes. to like you know patch his family back together. He's been fighting the war like overseas and all over the world, but there's still a fight to be fought at home. Yes, that he needs to win. The the worst villain in the MCU, his sister, what's the sell? The, what's the sell the boat? Sell the boat. He, he, oh. He's like no no no. Thanos was easier. <laughs> uh, it's gonna take me a while to get there. I don't have wings anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. Uh. 
Um, we catch up with um, Bucky, and he knows exactly where Zemo is. He's at the Sokovian Memorial. This is, he talks about this in a previous episode. Like, I don't suppose you guys ever visited the memorial, and him and Sam were just like silent. Right? Yeah, kind of, kind of like uh, ashamed a bit that they didn't, didn't visit at all. Yeah, and Zemo is even like kind of like mocking Bucky here, and he's like, "I've decided not to kill you. <laughs> don't even worry Bucky. about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Consider us even." <laughs> Um, as as uh, Bucky lifts his gun straight for Zemo's head, he, he kind of mockingly laughs as he kind of pushes the trigger, but no bullets come out. And Zemo's yeah. like ready to die there because I guess he's just had it with not having his family around, right? Yeah, I think the, the thing they're trying to say here is because they're talking about Carly and she's saying like Carly is beyond point of saving. And, you know, mm-hmm. Sam doesn't believe that, but you are a killer. So you are the one that has to do what has to be done, meaning kill Carly, right? You're, yeah. you're made to be a killer. And when he points the gun and pulls the trigger and there's no bullets it's a sign like I'm not that same killer anymore I'm not who you think I am anymore right right Zemo is the one that says like you have to pull the trigger on Carly yeah and he says like I, we have a different way us and Sam we have different ways of doing things right and Bucky just drops those bullets on the ground again yeah. another symbolism there and the Dormelage coming from behind to to take Zemo uh, put him in captivity right they capture him they say they're taking him to the raft yes which um, we've seen in Civil War or I'm pretty sure this is going to tie into future films and series, but uh, I bet Zemo's going to have some roommates in that rack pretty soon. <laughs> totally. It's it's made for keeping superpowered beings, good or bad. Uh, yep. Whoever the, I guess the country deems bad. I don't, I don't know where the raft is. It's probably near U.S. borders, but. I don't know. It's in the middle of the ocean. Exactly. No, no. Uh, human rights rules are out there, right? I guess. We're in the <laughs> yeah, raft. It's maritime law. <laughs> <laughs> also, you know, they, in the Civil War, they broke everyone out. Like at the end of the movie. Can you imagine how much they spent on this prison and then they're just like out the first day? <laughs> well, Steve Rogers broke about, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Um, and before they leave, um, Io is telling Bucky, like, you know, I wouldn't go to Wakanda for a while. <laughs> I'd uh, stay away for a little bit. Make yourself scarce in Wakanda. Yeah. And Bucky has the nerve to ask one more favor before they leave. I broke out this villain that <laughs> killed your king. Can I, can I get something in return? Yeah. You made me an arm. I need one more thing. <laughs> And he meets up with Sam back in um, Louisiana, and it's pretty much, hey, bro, I'm sorry. Let me help you out with uh, your troubles now. Sorry, bud. As everyone in the community is like helping out to clean up and fix up this this boat that they are still trying to sell to yeah. to somebody to fix it up so they can sell it. And Bucky's like, this this is another montage with like cleaning stuff up and breaking stuff open to to fix up the the ship the ship. And like Bucky's like easily tearing stuff off because he's, he's super powered, <laughs> right? Uh, and he's like, his superpower is like he's hitting on Sarah. Totally, totally. The flirting, <laughs> the flirting is, is thick in this episode. <laughs> Sam's hating it. Uh, it's it's funny. It's, it's so good. Um, and you also hear that like Louisiana music in the background, and this is this mm-hmm. cheesy montage, but I'm I like it. I'm into it. He even like sleeps on his couch. We see um, this scene. I, I kind of question a little bit because he wakes up and the nephews are like playing with the shield. Okay, how heavy is the shield? The younger <laughs> nephew is carrying it with one arm like is this shield carbon fiber or vibranium like it's who how is the the kid should not be able to lift this up there's a lot of government secrets and the secret is it's also made out of styrofoam inside (laughs) (laughs) it's just painted on 
Um, and they uh, more scenes of Bucky and Sam like repairing the engine of the the boat, right? Totally. And they even like take apart the whole like I think it was like the water pump, and the sister shows up. Like I told you, it's not the water pump. Uh-uh, that's you're doing it wrong. <laughs> This whole sequence reminds me of if you've seen the original Ninja Turtles movie. Which which scene? Which one? There's a scene in the original Ninja Turtles movie where about the end of the second act, hmm. they get beat up and Raph is like unconscious. He's like in a coma. So they all hide out at April's like farm. I kind of remember that. Okay. Just to get out of the city where all the, the, the foot are. It's kind of just like a regrouping scene. Let's all like be one with each other again. Okay. To so make another comparison. Comparisons like Ultron. Uh, yes, yeah, you're right. But it's just like let's all get ready for the big finale fight that's coming up. Gotcha. Okay. Let's let's take it slow for a bit as we get into into battle, right? Before that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> let's take a beat. Let's all just take a deep breath and this this thing is coming. But that's what it is. I feel like when they're uh, in Louisiana and it's really just like Sam and Bucky forgiving each other and now becoming more than friends. Like before it was like we're friends of a friend, like yeah, <laughs> we're acquaintances. Yeah. Now we're, we're, uh, we're like on the same team kind of thing. I mean, they literally do the 80s action hero handshake where they, they flex their <laughs> biceps like yeah. bro bro you know it's like they're gonna arm wrestle almost yeah, yeah, totally <laughs> um i like the scene where like sam will throw the shield and it'll bounce off a bunch of trees and then bucky will catch it and then they're doing it back and forth it's how easy is it to throw the shield is bucky training sam how to do it or it's just like it's easy i don't that's i've been questioning this whole show like how easy the it looked like maybe the the nephew could have thrown it pretty good, right? Like, it does not look that hard. John Walker picked it up in like a week when he learned he was going to be Captain America. How hard is it? I, yeah, it looks super easy and it just comes back to whoever throws it. Like, I don't I don't know how, like, they cat, do they catch it in the little sleeve thing too? Or is it? I don't know. That's the thing. Like, is it actually not that hard to be Captain America? Could I do it? Can I just, <laughs> is it pretty easy? Is it pretty easy? It's, is everyone making a big deal out of nothing? <laughs> But all these scenes, as unrealistic as it is, they look really cool when he's just like throwing the shield. Yeah, yeah, totally. As like a, as Bucky leaves, Sam like takes up to like training and learning how to actually use the shield a bit more, like flipping as he catches it. Right. Yeah. Those scenes are pretty cool. But I guess it's not as hard because sometimes he drops it. Yeah, I really like this scene because it's showing like he's training to be Captain America now. He's not training with his wings. He doesn't have his wings. He's training to wield the shield and carry that, and he's not training to you know fly in the sky with it totally a whole new uh way of thinking with his training um this is where uh bucky also says to sam like i didn't even consider that being the what it meant to be like a black man trying to be captain america i didn't even think of that i didn't consider that and to be honest i did not consider that either maybe that was oh, kind of the point the whole, that's the whole reason of the show you figured you figured that out at the beginning with no one saying it no you did not that's why he gave it up that's the whole point of it yeah right you did not oh my gosh okay it's uh watch the show please okay <laughs> <laughs> let's reveal this episode i don't think anyone was thinking that in the frame <laughs> of mind up till now um, there is a little bit of surprise here that makes me question her intentions. We see Carter back in Madripoor. Yes. And she calls up Badrock and says, like, I got a, I got a, like a gig for you. So why is she dealing with like a villain type of, of people? A criminal, right? This yeah. George St. Pierre looking guy. <laughs> um, <laughs> what? 
is she the power broker? It's like more points to her being just the master of evil of this whole situation. And now it's like, yeah, it's almost too obvious. So I'm switching the other way. I think she's not the power broker, but they're making it look like she is. You think it's too thick? That that's the okay. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. But we see that Bat Rock later on meets up with Carly and uh, right. the Flag Smashers to. Uh, I don't know. He he just gives her like a case of guns, and yeah, she, they, he's arming them now. Yeah, to take out the GRC during their vote. And Badrock even's like, you know, I don't really care about your political stance or whatever. I'm just here to kill the Falcon when he shows up. So that's revenge. why he's there. Yeah. Totally. So Carter is, you know, helping Badrock. He's helping, she's helping the Flag Smashers. I don't see like how she's not like a villain now unless it's all a setup. Uh, yeah. I don't, they're making her look like she's the villain of the show. She's the power broker. Totally. Uh, they even mentioned that she's going to pay him double. So did like she work with him in the past already? Maybe. Yeah. Him- that one hit at the beginning of the show that mm-hmm. colonel or major in the army that they were hunting down maybe he was something important to sharon carter for some reason to be dead or outside or captured i don't know yeah now i really i i think it is like misleading though i think they are just saying that or showing her doing that because they want you to think she's the power broker but i think the power broker is thunderbolt ross and she's war she's working under him but undercover okay <laughs> sense. so confusing yeah i think i know what you're saying but could be. It, I guess it points to more like the U.S. not doing what they say they're doing, and it's more shady than you think. Could be. If if the weapons they gave the flag smashers, if all of a sudden they don't work, then I think that's that's a sign that she's actually a good good guy person. Okay, Bad Rock is actually there to mess up the flag smashers, and it's just all a ploy at the end of the day. Yeah, just to get Falcon there, and she knows Falcon can beat up Bad Rock. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. It's just Bad Rock. <laughs> Um, and we do see that the GRC there and they're doing their vote to like just kick out all the refugees out of wherever they're at, right? The settlements, yes, yes. We saw yeah. earlier that the Flag Smashers camp, the way they're like from, is already like uh, raided. Everyone's gone ready. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And the Flag Smashers have infiltrated that meeting and we see the guy with the badge, like the little key card thing. Totally. And he's even like saying to the other guard, like one world, one people. It's like we're all in this, right? Yes. So, and then the lights turn off, everything turns red and they're like being held captive now. Totally. Yeah. Uh, and they just got hacked, right? It's it's anonymous in there. <laughs> it's anonymous. So they're really like threatening the GRC now. This this big uh, political group, whatever they are, the governmental group. Um. So flex smashers. I wonder how hard they're gonna go on them. We see uh like a few final scenes. We see uh Sam Wilson in his bedroom. He opens up the suitcase, whatever it is, uh, but we never see what's inside. I, I mean, it kind of makes sense. He's Falcon. It would be more wings. Bucky knew his wings yeah. got torn up. Why not get him some new ones from his Wakandan friends? Right. I assume this is like the Captain America themed wings now. Yeah. Um, Maybe like his comic book costume when he's Captain America. I could see that totally. Um, maybe Bucky knows he's going to take up the shield now and like, hey, maybe put some more vibrant red, white, and blue in the costume, you know, just <laughs> so it's more themed out. Uh, what if it's <laughs> what if it's the, the Wolverine costume that he's never going to wear? <laughs> Uh, the suitcase look really weird too. It, it did. like like a plasticky looking. Like <laughs> it holds toys in there. Maybe, <laughs> maybe it's you know like Bucky's like you know you like my arm right? Don't you want your own? And you got him like a metal arm himself. <laughs> Another arm. He has three arms now. Yeah. Don't you love it, dude? It's so light and everything. <laughs> 
Um, do you think they gave him another drone too? Because I know, remember, like Red Wing was destroyed. Oh That'd be yeah, cool if got a new drone that could work. I think even as Captain America still had Red Wing, so why not? I mean, uh, that's another hero where they would know their technology, right? Like uh, mm-hmm. they, the Wakandans knew how to disarm uh, Bucky if they needed to. Maybe they can disarm Falcon if <laughs> they just... ever need to. If they if, on the other side of things, you know, they're <laughs> they're just providing all the heroes with their armor so that they can turn it off whenever they want. Totally. I heard there's no. Uh, Tony Stark now around to give everyone their their new equipment (laughs) so maybe the Wakandans are it Uh, that's where the episode ends total like cliffhanger of like what's in the box but there is like a mid end credit scene totally we catch up with John Walker and he has a small little montage of his own as he's building his own shield his makeshift shield out of not not vibranium how strong can this shield be when he's like molding it with a hammer and the metal is like bending. It's like that shield's not gonna last. I it'd be funny if the first time he throws it, it just like bends in half. I bet. I mean, it's also welded together, it's just gonna fall apart into little rings, I think. <laughs> and he like spray painting it, and it's like this, this is not gonna be good for you, man. <laughs> I'll show them. <laughs> he even put like his medal of honor on like the top of it. <laughs> oh yeah. But what if he's not actually planning on using it? You know the US government wanted the shield back. What if he's gonna try and return it? Like here you go, he's here it is. That one. Yeah. <laughs> Are you fooling? So all in all, I think this episode was really cool. Um, a lot of action in the beginning, but then more of just like kind of like tying loose ends of the story totally. before mm-hmm. the finale and introducing <laughs> um, Madame Hydra into it. What I heard was um, she was actually supposed to debut in Black Widow. So I think she's in Black Widow. Okay. But that got pushed back. So they had to like just let her debut here on um, the Falcon Winter Soldier series. But her character obviously is building like her own team. That's what I feel like is going to happen. Whether it's Dark Avengers, whether it's Thunderbolts, whether it's something else. I feel like we could totally see John Walker on there. We could see uh, maybe Taskmaster if if she is in Black Widow. So I'm excited to see what, what comes of her character. And what she like brings to the MCU. Yeah, the question is, is that gonna be joined together with a, whatever Baron Zemo makes in right. the individuals in the raft? Is that just one whole team together? Um, you know, she's called Madame Hydra. Is she a Hydra associate? We don't I'm not sure yet. Yeah, I think she is. Like in the comics, she's actually like a love interest of Nick Fury. Oh, okay. But it turns out she was like working for Hydra. While she was in S.H.I.E.L.D., like how Hydra was infiltrating S.H.I.E.L.D. in the MCU, it was like that. So I think she is like an offshoot of Hydra now, but I'm not sure if Hydra still exists. Mm-hmm. In the backgrounds, right? Uh-huh. And I think that was just great casting, considering this is like political related and she's Veep and all that. I think it's perfect casting <laughs> and funny how she's like parading around and ordering like kind of enticing Walker to join her team. I thought that was great casting for her. Uh-huh. Um, another thing they're really saying laying on thick is when Sam was talking to Bucky, he's like about the shield and being like alone. Cause like when you let go of the shield, it felt like I had no one left. It was like my last connection to my family. Yeah. Um, Sam says like Steve is gone. Does that mean like Steve is gone, gone or is like, we just, we're never going to see him anymore. Or is it like he died or that, old guy steve is we we don't talk about him anymore <laughs> yeah uh the question is is chris evans contract up or not are we gonna get yeah. the old steve possibly um i think in the captain america comic old steve is when that actually hands off the shield to captain america not a live and sp- young and, and spry steve so maybe this is like so a, just like just like endgame yeah a re- redo of that maybe a possibly like really take out the shield this time you know <laughs> yeah 
I wonder if like Bucky could just talk to Bruce Banner and be like, remember how like you sent Steve back in time? Can you just do that for me? <laughs> like I want to go home. Maybe. One thing people brought up is that, is that did Steve go to a different reality and live with a different reality's Peggy or is it this reality's Peggy and he was just hidden the whole time? Well, no matter what, if you go back in time, it's a different, it's a different reality. Okay. And he because can tell- that's, Yeah. You're, you're not going back in time. Like you're going to another, t- I don't, it's weird how MCU describes it. Cause like, it's still your future, your time, your, I don't know, conscience is still moving forward in time. It's just, you went back a couple steps, but you're still moving forward. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. It's a different reality, but he's also to get able to go back into his current, in the reality he left earlier. I don't know. I just love talking about this, but whatever. It's not answered properly in the MCU. It's like, doesn't make sense. Also that shield was destroyed by Thanos. So how was he giving it to Sam like whole again? Oh yeah. Is that shield from the other reality and that Steve doesn't have a shield now and they're going to lose in that one? Where did he go? <laughs> he went to the frozen Steve in that reality and dug it out. Ah. <laughs> uh. I have no idea. I don't know where the shield popped. Maybe he just took half a shield from the other place and glued it onto his one. <laughs> okay. All right. Maybe this is a, like a John Walker situation where he made a shield out of like a trash can. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see. Um, only one episode left. Yeah. And after next week, we'll already be done with two MCU series. Feels like it went by really quick, but especially this one because it's only six episodes. Totally. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm excited for the finale. Me too. Uh, this little pause that we had in this episode felt refreshing and uh, surprised how much I would like a little, a little this little pause before we get into the climax. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, if you haven't already, guys, please subscribe to the Reader Copy Recap. Um, we are going to do the final episode next week. And then uh, I think we have a new show uh, we'll probably reveal next week. Uh, until then, Daniel, do you want to hit him with the outro? Uh, I don't have one this week. <laughs> Lamar Hoskins again. <laughs> Lamar Hoskins. All right. Rip Lamar Hoskins. Rip Lamar Hoskins. That's right. All right. See you guys. Later. Later.